Oh, damn. Living in America. I heard it playing uh, at TD Garden tonight. Uh, it, it, I, I heard them. Uh, yeah, it, it was louder than anything that happened for the Islanders throughout the game. The, the Zajac goal was pretty cool. Yeah. That's about it. A couple, a couple nice Varlamov saves. Not his fault. 45 shots. Are you kidding me? More than uh, that, actually, I think. We should also like, you know, we should mention the podcast that we're recording right now, too. So, Through the Island, uh, episode 14, Travis 14, Zajac. Travis Ajax. Whoa. And he scored. He did. He scored. Uh, yeah. So, I... Uh, came it's my week to edit the podcast and whoever's week it is has to do an outline and uh for creative reasons i decided no outline (laughs) (laughs) wow that's a wrestlemania moment wow which was this past uh, weekend i'll let you talk i'll let you well i'll let you talk about it for a few minutes uh well i mean wrestlemania was two nights this this year okay it was way better than usual because usually they like jam eight eight hours like they try to make eight hour wrestlemanias or seven hour like wrestlemanias and that is like an insane amount of time it's too much it's too much wrestling it's way way too much wrestling (laughs) it's like it's too hard to figure out how to like book a whole card of because you have to manage the like fan like the push and pull you don't want to overload them you need to like have variations and with this they're able to spread it over two nights you still did have one night that was clear clearly better but it was overall it was good and one of them sunday it coincided with a a, a big wrestlemania buildup of a of a game okay the roken shesterkin game oh yeah that's right so okay uh since we've last on the podcast the islanders have played three games and they've gone one and two this is like the first losing uh record in a podcast week i think yeah, and the podcast is the Through the Island podcast, baby. Through the uh, Island podcast, episode like, 14. Like, subscribe. Like, subscribe. Leave some reviews. Comment. We need, we need some reviews. You got to feed the algorithms because we're uh, we're hanging by a thread. Yeah. So you, we kind of need the serotonin boost of, like, getting the likes. Because, you know, if if we don't get more popular, something something might happen. Uh, we might do something drastic. Yeah. You just... You just and and you know it, and it's free speech. This is a free speech. This is yep. a one a hashtag one a podcast. And you know you don't you, you don't get us more listeners. Blood's on your hands. You listen I, to this podcast. You don't get us more listeners. Blood's on your hands. That's all I'll say. Islanders. So it's the I looks kind of like a one, and then you know the A in Islanders is like they you do something special with those so it spells out one a. And that's that's like a it's a First Amendment and Islanders podcast. <laughs> Let's get into it. Uh- <laughs> yeah, Sorokin and Shesterkin, man, it it was uh, it was a very Godzilla versus Kong type of situation. So who's who? Hmm. And this is all this is all how you interpret Godzilla versus Kong. Who who won really by answering this? I I think. I think Sorokin is Godzilla. Interesting. Because Sorokin, I think, I think has the more natural ability, and and, and Shesterkin strikes me as as being like good-bodied and smart, but is not as I think. I don't know. Slithery. Yeah, not as slithery, not as lizard-like. 
Um, oh, I, I, I find, yeah, I find Sorokin to be a li lizard and, and um, I don't know what I'll say. Anymore. That's okay. So, <laughs> so, uh, Sorokin versus Sturkin, the high, the only, well, not the only highlight of our Islanders week because the two, we didn't talk about the trade deadline at all. They didn't make this Kyle Palmieri, Travis Ajak trade until after our last podcast if I'm no they saying. did no because remember we did the whole loo oops keep it rolling keep it rolling uh anyway uh so so <laughs> the shesterkin sorokin game yeah hi highlight uh only highlight of the week for for us honest to god uh in terms of islanders hockey because uh the first rangers game was bad uh tonight tonight was bad um but that uh islanders rangers second game first period was sick the rest was weird and then overtime was cool because they won oh ryan pulak too man get like that, yeah that, thank god thank it, god that was great the the fact that zay jack with the four check forcing the, the turnover paul mary first goal in. paul mary first goal in the lee spot yep you know uh like, Pajot, uh goal in the dying seconds of the first. You always love oh. to see that. Always oh. love to see it. Uh, Heated then... out, man. One-timers. Yes. Ser the... That's serotonin. Yep. yep. You always go like, fuck yeah, and then you forget what everything is. You know? Right, right. It's all the hell that's going you, on. You black out black in a good out. way. Black it out. And then and then uh, as you kind of come back, yeah. everything <laughs> else hits, yeah. and you're like, oh, yeah. that was just uh. very brief and – uh, it didn't last yeah. very long yeah. uh, until the next one, which was the Ryan Pollock goal. Yeah. Oh, blackout again. Oh, yeah. and back to reality. Yeah. Um, yeah the, the seconds, the seconds I stopped feeling the Islander win is, is one of the, the darkest, the darkest transitions of, of, of uh, the sun really coming down hard. And sun dying, man. You just feel the sun die. We still have a, we still have many, many, many uh, millions, billions, maybe of years. How much yeah. more? How much more sun do we have left? Let's Google it really quick. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, at, least, at least, at least ten, I think. How much longer? Oh, you're gonna do that? Right, cool. <laughs> this film, you gotta, you have to fill the time. How much no... longer will the sun last? You don't enter. have to. You don't have to fill the time. We're just doing this. This is what we're doing. Five billion years. Get out of here. We're fine. How many? How many? Okay. How many cups Ooh. do the Islanders win before the sun? Before the sun blows out. Don't uh, worry. Be yeah. happy. <laughs> uh, it depends on how much longer the NHL is a league. I'm gonna go with 15. 15, 15 Islanders cups, <laughs> which isn't bad. Honestly, I think this planet's dying. So if we get fifteen, you know, I'll I'll be happy with one, one more, but fifteen. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't, I, that that would that takes so much time, and I I feel like we really don't have that much time left. All right, here. let's get back. Let's get back. Uh, I feel like <laughs> yeah. I I feel like no outline might have been a mistake. Um. Okay, so, uh, we don't have to talk about that first Rangers game. It was bad. It's just like shit. I mean, because it, like it. You know why we don't need to talk about it? Because we can talk about it. Uh, we can talk about the Bruins game tonight, which was essentially the same kind of feeling. Nothing, nothing, just nothing going on. You know, it, the the other team definitely looking good, but the Islanders also looking like 
it maybe sometimes it honestly seems like the Islanders game and it's a testament to the whole culture thing and, and trots is that like the Islanders game when it's not great can get pretty bad pretty uh, quickly. It, it just, it, they play the most perfect. They're, they're the team that plays their perfect game the most frequently mm-hmm. because they aim to play a different game than almost any other team in the NHL but when they are when they can't get any anything going it gets very ugly very so fast that's it's it's funny that you bring that up because the the other team that I watch on a very frequent basis would be the Avalanche and their bad games tend to be the opposite where it is kind of just like the Avalanche hit 10 posts tonight so they're not going to win whereas the Islanders it's kind of like it feels like they're a step slow when they don't win it's funny because it feels like they're steps slow when they can't get it done, but when they're getting it done, it's like they're on the money. Like, yeah. and, and it's more often than not. Obviously, there's they're sitting, uh, they're sitting in a, uh, you know, in the second second place in the East. Um, uh, Capitals lost tonight, so no change there. I'm checking if the Penguins wound up winning. I know that they wow, uh, took the it to Sabres. The Sabers, man, they—they they, I can't believe they did it. Uh, die like uh, the hero, like dying in the final scene to help you escape, you know? Yeah. Uh, let's let's take a look really quick. Um, you said ooh. yeah, but I don't think you meant it. Jets Jets beat the Maple Leafs. Okay, Flyers won the shootout. That's you love Didn't to see deny that. It, so, you what did you say? Don't worry about it. You'll you'll have to listen. Don't worry. <laughs> Be happy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you love to see this. You love to see this. 60, 58, 56. I don't know if it's 56 or 57 for the Penguins now that uh, they mm-hmm. forced that point. Uh, but either way, so... It's going to be tight, man. Uh, look, it, it, any of these teams, like all the teams that are the playoff teams in the East, loaded up. All of them loaded yep. up, which means all of them are like metamorphosizing into the next thing that they are with these pieces you know what i mean yes yeah and 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 that that play that that bears out an awkward play and sometimes you have these crazy spikes and these crazy lows it it seems like it's a bit of a chaotic time so so to kind of like i want to say to kind of wrap up the like not let's let's kind of flush out the these two losses and then talk about the the win for a second and then kind of get to some trade deadline stuff um so captain uh, <laughs> like, oh, you're like you're, you're like acting like a CEO right now. So, given like Elon Musk situation here, dog coin. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, that that Rangers loss was it was just you hate to see that. Uh, out of step. It's just an out of step, yeah, a step too slow. Uh, I I I kind of have a feeling this will correct itself sooner than later. And uh, they've got the Bruins again tomorrow. I I kind of see, I kind of see a big first period, especially after giving up forty five plus shots. That just that just doesn't happen. That, that that yeah. This is the first time that's that it's when they when they hit thirty eight. That was a season high. You know what I mean? And and I, I think I don't know. I, I I wonder. So one of the big storylines, you know, uh, in in the game to watch tomorrow night is going to be the injuries. And, and maybe, yeah. maybe maybe some of these guys have been banged up for a bit, 
And like today's game, part of why they're out of step is some guys are starting yeah. to feel some effects. Like I, 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 it's, it's possible. And I wonder how much that's why Lou is able to load up the way he did just in anticipation, like not just in it, like not in anticipation of injuries, but also like maybe behind the scenes knowing some guys are like, yeah, you know, we're, we're going to need to probably give this guy a week. We're probably going to need to give this guy a week to like get better. Maybe that's like part of why they, they loaded up on the bodies. Yeah. So Josh Bailey, uh, left the period, uh, left the second period about halfway through and then didn't return. You got to wonder what's going on with that. Um, you know, who knows? It's it, it could be a maintenance thing to a certain extent. He tweaks something. I you know, we'll we'll know more not tonight, but tomorrow, like you said, what you know, what the lineup is going to be. I have An a feeling unfortunate, uh, unfortunate schmelting accident. <laughs> I have I have a feeling Leo's coming back in much to me and Christian's uh, uh, pleasure. Um, hey, I mean, like the he's he he's played decently enough when he's there he's probably been going psychotic in the press box just like pacing i could just see him pacing back and forth and just cursing the whole time, the entire time. swearing swearing in russian he switches well he knows all the languages he's like just like like cycling in and out of curses in every language in a in a funny way uh, I think that this podcast, all pretty much all of this podcast highlights are because of Leo Komarov. Oh yeah, it's great. We we have to release the uh, the Leo the Leo cut. Release <laughs> the Leo cut. We're gonna have to splice together all our Leo bits. That's <laughs> uh, it's, it can be done. Um, so we call foreshadowing. Yeah. Then you'll be like, oh, it uh, do that. <laughs> we play this part after the episode. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so. Leo is probably coming back into the lineup. You you you, you hope that Josh is yes, healthy. Man. You did share words with him one time. That's uh, true. At, uh, right next corner. Right next. Right next to the Chipotle. Yeah. And it was at the burger spot, right? Burgers. Yeah. Burger stop. I think. Yeah, and you Burgers said, spot. and you said, uh, Josh, you're having a good season. Well, yeah, that's a, a sp- sped up version, but yes, right. And he he seemed appreciative, right. And so you hope that he's healthy tomorrow, yeah, um, yeah. because of the personal relationship as well as him being, <laughs> yeah, at, yeah. Uh, well, and we and we have to bring it up because it's like full disclosure, you know. I'm covering, yeah. I'm cover. This is how we re- like retain our journalistic integrity. Is uh, you know, and I don't think we mentioned it before on the podcast. Yeah, uh, it's a bit overdue, honestly, to bring it up. Yeah. So, yeah. so you hope that you hope that your friend is healthy enough to yeah. play. I just worry so much about him. And provided that he is, I I, I just don't. Per, so, so let's say he is. You still you definitely still see at least one uh, change uh, coming. Whether that's Leo inserted for Wallstrom, or because I, you know, who else, right? No, I mean because Cal got hurt, banged up tonight too. He came back. He came back uh-huh. though. But that doesn't mean that doesn't mean anything. He made have he might have come back. He Sezikis also had that gnarly shot block too. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he's starting to rack up uh, the 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 injuries. Yeah. 
so we'll we'll see what happens regarding lineup tomorrow. But I have a feeling Leo comes back in, like we were saying. Um, maybe we see Colburn. Uh, I know they were kind of talking about it on the broadcast how Barry probably wants to see him in game at least once. I could see you know second half of a back to back, you know maybe resting Andy Green in uh, just to see what he's got. In but we got to his... keep an old bat. We got we got to plug some old bastard in there. <laughs> like that's the logic. We need yeah. like an old fuck. They need a guy like Johnny Boychuk that's gonna like be talking about how his whole body hurts all of the time. Right, yeah. And and everyone laughs, and he he laughs, but then he's kind of like, my life. And and you wonder if he comes into the lineup tomorrow for someone like Andy Green, who's also older. Um, Yeah, we didn't talk about that trade, obviously, because that happened after our last podcast. And and he's Braden Coburn. Coburn, the forty-fifth uh, president of the New York Islanders. That's that's true. I wonder. I wonder what that guy with that jersey's up to, man. I think I think you know damn well what he's up to. <laughs> you know exactly what words he's using to describe the onslaught uh, of like police brutality and just like everything. Uh, he has so, the worst. He, he's having the worst thoughts you could imagine right now. I with had. His son. I I'm uh I had to get my car inspected this morning and I'm waiting in the waiting room and it's two older guys and they're talking in the about room. and they're talk they're talking about the police brutality situation yeah. and uh they're both like older white gentlemen and uh uh out of the corner of my ear I hear because I'm I'm kind of on my phone not really paying attention because I don't want to be hearing what they're saying and uh one of them just goes we are the minorities so. Uh. You, you can imagine, you can kind of fill in the entire universe of, of their, 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 their dialogue. It's pretty grim. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and so, so Coburn might uh, get inserted yeah, into that yeah, Andy Green spot. Coburn. And, and we're kind of all over the place right now, but I want to, I want to kind of plant us. Like we, we talked about the, the lackluster week uh possibly injury related possibly injury related uh let's let's kind of tie up the loose ends with this rangers win uh great first period bad second period and then a weird third period where both teams had kind of pushes and then that overtime obviously what a great uh great play by zajac barzell and Pollock uh to to finish it off honestly you know and and, and part of what I, I part of what i found interesting about that goal is I watched the replay a couple of times. It looks like it went where it went and you can hear the, you can hear the, the shot hit something and it looks like it ramped up, like up Keandre Miller's like poke, poke chest. Maybe, maybe slightly, maybe ever so slightly. I, the way that noise, the way that I view it is that he got the shot off right. The split second before Keandre Miller could make contact with his stick and the puck. Uh-huh. So so I, I don't know if it did. I kind of think that that was all Ryan Pollock. I, the, the sound you might hear is the sticks making contact, but I kind of uh-huh. think that puck that puck is it was uh, pulled. Heading. It was pulled so nicely. Yep. Yep. It was great. It well, was great. Well, I was going to say, cause if, and if it was a little bit of puck luck, for all the posts yeah. he's hit and crossbars, yeah. like... He, he's he's owed a, he's been owed a bounce a couple times over now 
And you gotta hope that this uh, this kind of shoots some life into him. Not life because he has been humming a little bit, but you know what I mean. Even you hope that the bounces start coming. Even though he seems pretty uh, sunken in his mood. That's true. It's probably <laughs> it's probably because of the uh, the being from Winnipeg situation. Yeah, the Manitoba. You see things. Yeah. Um, and so uh, overall, great win. And uh, so you know that was that was this last week uh, coming up. They've got the Bruins tomorrow. They've got the Flyers on Sunday, uh, and then <laughs> who do we got? I really hope they don't brew in my weekend. <laughs> and then you've got the Rangers on Tuesday and the the Capitals on Thursday. And so there'll be four games. This guy. This guy, are you high? <laughs> no, no, I'm just, I, I, I just hope they don't brew on my week. And so, uh, another rare thing for this podcast, they've got four games coming up where they're playing four different teams. Bruins, Flyers, Rangers, Capitals. Um, French Vanilla, Rocky Road. Scoop. It is. And so... They've got four games coming up. Let's, real quick, before we get into uh, any of the uh, rest of the league trade deadline stuff, I want to ask uh, what you think this next week for the Islanders looks like. Uh, I, it's, it's to me, I, I really can't, I can't comprehend because after these two losses and how bad they looked, and the injuries, the lineup's going to be tinkered with in 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 ways that, that I, I like. I we can't anticipate. It's good. It's like really hard. It's going to come down to lineup changes. But like it, it, it feels like somebody's a little bit off on every line right now, and or injured. Yeah. Um. But with that being said. With that being Look, said, it, Wallstrom, Wallstrom will get maybe Wallstrom gets his chance with Nelson and Beauvillier, which is what people have kind of like. What about you know? Yeah, they should try that. Like, and the, and the logic was, but you know, the chemistry, of the second line, even with their peaks and valleys, like the, that chemistry and familiarity is like important to have somewhere in like in the flow of your team. I agree. I agree. But nothing you can do if Bailey can't go. Well, yeah, for sure. Um, well, but 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 I mean, also, and also Dal Cole is like pretty much ready to come back too, and he and he was playing his role perfectly because that's everything about the Islanders is playing know your role and shut your mouth. <laughs> uh, and and Michael Dal Cole, you know, he knows his role and he shuts his mouth. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I hope I see Michael, and I I do. I do love Leo, but if he gets inserted, I kind of hope that it's a Bruins in the Bruins game, and then kind of maybe you opt for a Michael Del Call in the Flyers game, see how that goes. Uh, hopefully, maybe you know Bailey's ready, ready to go in time for the Rangers and uh, and the and then the Capitals. I have um, to text him. You have to shoot him a text. Yeah, I'll shoot him a text. So I, I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna come out strong against the Bruins tomorrow. I think that. I, I, 
I can't really see them dropping two in a row to them, especially after the way that they played tonight. Uh, the Flyers are, you know, the Flyers are bad. They just beat the Penguins tonight, though, so I don't know. Then they've got the Rangers, then they've got the Capitals. So I'm going to say 4-0. Let's go. Oh, my God. Holy shit. I'll go. Yeah, oh, oh, you, you were looking for a number. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll just go 2-2. Two 2-0-2, and 2-1-1, two. Two like, oh and two, two one and one, or 2-2? Two and two. I, I prefer 2-1-1, two, two one and one, but with how they looked, I... A two, a two and two, I would take right now, especially with the injuries. I'd take a two and two for sure. But here's here's my here's let's go let's go down my my reasoning. Your are reasoning. They're not gonna. <laughs> they're not going to. I don't think they're gonna lose uh, to the Bruins twice in a row, especially after the way they played tonight. I don't think the Flyers are. I I I don't think they're gonna lose to the Flyers. I can see it going to overtime though. Uh, I'm manifesting a big win against the Rangers, and the Capitals just lost to the Sabers uh, tonight. Four and zero. Four and zero. Four and zero. That'd be awesome. It'd be great. It'd be that. Uh, and, and what are you gonna do? Okay, if they go four and zero, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna say a toe to so. Oh, that's power. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna open up next podcast screaming a toe to so. Nice. Um. So, let's kind of move away from this and talk a little bit more about the trade deadline and kind of any observations you had, any trades that stood out to you, just kind of rest of the league type stuff. I'll go first. Devin Dubnik to the Avalanche for a fifth-round pick and uh, a pattern, uh, a, a defenseman that they traded to the Wild for Ian Cole earlier this year because the the depth, uh, the Avalanche depth is just too insane. And uh, they, Ian Cole's a legitimate NHL player that they liked, and they did, they didn't want to scratch him, I guess. Uh, they and they had enough where he was like their eighth or ninth in, on their depth chart, which is insane. Um, Devin Dubnik, a longtime Wild goaltender who uh, Avalanche players uh, like kind of went to war with a little bit, and the fan base absolutely hates him. Uh, and now he's a, he's a member of the team. It would kind of be a that's like wrestling. That's kind of like wrestling. So my that type cl- of stuff happens my, in wrestling. My closest Islanders analogy to this would kind of be like a uh, uh, instead of getting traded to the Blue Jackets, like a Brandon Dubinsky post Rangers gets traded to the Islanders. Mm-hmm. That would be my uh, that would be my comparable. So it's pretty funny, and you see him uh, skating out and warm ups his first game, and he's he's a. Uh, tapping everyone on the uh on the shin guards with a stick and he's like kind of messing around with the guys it's very funny to see and and it kind some of them kind of looked a little bit annoyed it, which and, is funny it is it, funny it's way funnier and a little observation they that don't I take had, enough they don't do enough jokes I, that's one of my biggest complaints about professional hockey well they never joke enough there's not there's not a lot of jokes uh <laughs> and and uh not to get too far away from the trade deadline, uh, because we just started talking about it, but I, I did start talking about the Avalanche. So a uh, little observation I noticed about Nathan McKinnon, and next time that you're watching an Avalanche game, I want you to pay attention to this. He doesn't smile when he scores. He doesn't smile at all. It's really, just, it's really weird. He almost that, looks yeah, a, a joyless. It's joyless to him. It it feels. Yeah, it looks joyless in a way. 
it's that rocks to be that good. It it looks like he's kind of just it looks like he's kind of just tired when he scores, and he's just like okay. Uh, but anyway, so I think that's uh, I don't think that's the funniest trade of the deadline. I just think that's one that stands out to me. So, uh, give me give me something. Trades. Uh, I mean, it's it's hard to zero the the thing. I'm just thinking about the big picture. How many like how many teams loaded up? It was uh-huh. it it was interesting. I think. It felt like you had. It feels like it was a busy trade deadline for like, would you say like just like eight buyers around the league maybe, and for everybody else was kind of just doing like middle level or like depth stuff. Yeah, because we we had an all time low in trades, all time you know like like a fifteen year low in trades transactions, all all that stuff because of the salary cap COVID situation, but. In a way, like you said, it feels like people contending made more than everyone kind of made more than one move. You know, Islanders made two moves: one that was multiplayer, roster player. Uh, you know, you look at everyone in a playoff spot in the East Division. Uh, I want to say almost everyone. Like, look at the Leafs. The Leafs made a, a ton of moves. The Leafs made a ton of moves, and, and what was cool about just you know, as a hockey fan, this this trade deadline was because teams the teams that that you know got the okay from ownership because mm-hmm. that's that's been the big that was one of the big hangups is like adding any money at all mm-hmm. like period for and is is like ownership really needs to sign off because they're all losing money um yeah. so it's like you you think we can actually win this year yeah okay i'll i'll go with it even though it's this year um because i i trust you and it's like how so, so seeing those teams load up and, and seeing where they think their faults were, you know, yeah. like, like for the Bruins, it was, it was trying to get that second line going and, and heal it, like helping fill out the back end, which has been struggling. All yeah. Year. Yeah. They're, they're, they're pretty shallow back there. Um, the, peng- the Penguins, I think, I thought the Penguins, Jeff Carter trade was like, if this guy has anything left in the tank, I haven't seen any of his games. If, if he's played for them yet, but I think he played tonight. Um, it's a good gamble. It's a good gamble. And it also speaks to like the Penguins literally are just, they know it's like any year that they're there, fuck it. Let's, let's, you may let's as well, right? Because they have Crosby and Malkin and like they, they, those are enough to carry. They're going to be when, when Sid and, and Evgeny retire, they're going to be. I don't want to say Buffalo bad, but it's going to be pretty. It's going to dis- be Detroit. It's going to be Detroit bad. Sure, because there is going to be a plan in place, but it's still going to be it's going to be ugly because of how long the 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 development system. And you know what? Long term, no one, almost no one, better than Ron Hextall in that spot for them because he is. That's his big uh, his big fault with the Flyers was he was too patient and he he like. He let his prospects kind of like he was good at drafting, and he let his prospects kind of grow, and and didn't kind of you know rush them whether that be rush them into the lineup or rush to trade them if he didn't think they were panning out type situations. Um, so yeah, that Jeff Carter trade very interesting. I always lo- love Jeff Carter, obviously. Um, uh, the Maple Leafs, you know, they got David, they, they got Dave Ridge, Dave, Dave, yeah, which, which speaks to their like feelings on the goaltending health wise and 
you know, quality like quality play wise. It's so uh, funny. Felino, I Felino, like that makes sense. They're, you know, basically now the first two lines just will get only offensive assignments or, you know, don't sweat it in the defensive end anymore. Like uh-huh. we have these two shutdown lines. Like just go fucking fill the net. Like and that's what they're that's how they're gonna play. Like I uh Florida Florida got a defenseman, right? They got Brandon Montour, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. I know that Florida They're kinda sniffing around Hall. Um Yeah, it's it's funny with the with the Panthers because it's like this feels like the year to kind of go for it, right? They I think they just beat the Lightning tonight. Uh they were up two to one, the Lightning tied it two to two. I wonder where that game went. But I, I, you know, I think best case scenario for for an Islanders road to the uh, Cup would be a a Panthers kind of going far in their division and having the Islanders having to meet them. Uh, Panthers lost Ooh, overtime. That would be, and, and that would be wild because part of why the, the Panthers are doing so well this year is because the Islanders just embarrassing them. Like they felt yeah. embarrassed by how the Islanders made them look. Like it, they as look, a team, they as, a, as a as a program, as a franchise, yeah. Like it was, it was kind of like humiliating. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, we'll kind of talk about more about path to the path to the cup, that kind of you know matchup stuff in, in future when when the stuff kind of all settles out. We see where the Islanders land and all the. We got to see what the what, where these teams finish and what these teams like yeah. transform into, like how much. How much their additions take? Um, I'm gonna do one more, one more trade, and then we'll, uh, and then I want to kind of pivot before we, before we end anything off. I want to talk a little bit about the Canucks coronavirus situation, yeah. but uh, um, I thought that that uh, Anthony Mantha trade was kind of crazy, don't you? Anthony, yeah, that was. It's just Here... a lot to give up. Hearing, hearing everybody, um, I don't know, hearing the podcast, it, it seems like part there, there's like a lot of different factors, like one of which both players being in the doghouse of their respective coaches and, and franchises. Mantha's um, locked up, which I guess is a, you know, for 4.2, something like that. So I guess that's, I guess that's a plus for the Capitals because they know where that money is. They don't have to worry about yeah. someone like Verona, who's, who's going to be an RFA. Especially if they anticipate TJ Oshie, you know, maybe being gone after this year. Um, I don't know. It's uh, strange. The, the fact that the, the first round pick, I mean... First and a, and a second? Or it was a first and a fourth, something like that? Eiserman is just collecting. It's it's just it's just wild. Yeah. Um, I it, It's funny about the Red Wings, too. I, I feel like we've been doing this, you know, two or three years now. And I know that's not super long in the grand scheme of things, but everyone's kind of like, wow, Steve Eisenman, absolute genius. And, you know, I don't hear much about the Red Wings, like, in terms of, like, the prospect pool. Like, you hear about the Senators. Yeah. Um, you hear about the Kings. Uh, but no one really talks about, like, oh, the Red Wings are stacked. It's always kind of like Stevie Y, big galaxy brain man, getting those draft picks. And I don't really know... But, much about but, but their he's prospect only, but I don't think he's been there for a couple of years. Two at least, two deadlines now. 
Yeah, but I think the team like Yeah, sure. I I like it was I said, a pretty barren pool and they they'd missed on on a lot of their like picks before. Moritz Sider is his first was his first pick. So he's had two. Okay. We'll see. We'll see where we'll see where the Red Wings kinda kinda land. Um Yeah, so coronavirus Vancouver situation. Well, and trade Adam Gaudet. Yeah. Really. Which, just Yeah. You you go. You go first. Uh bad vibes all around. Yeah. <laughs> I the JT Miller stuff was uh was pretty cool to to hear. Not cool in the sense that the NHL's trying to rush them back into playing, but cool in the sense that he spoke honesty. out against it. Yeah. The honesty yeah. was is great and it's like these guys are these guys are like some of the most in shape guys in the world and they're like, uh, we feel horrible and we don't feel like we're ready to like exist outside of our houses, let alone play a professional sport. Laboring to go up and down the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. So I I kinda wonder if they finish out their season. There's no point, right? Well like, but yeah, there there there's no reasonable point. They're not gonna make the playoffs. No. But but the um, I think Thirty One Thoughts podcast mentioned that you know one of the aspects that you know the reason the league wants it to finish is to preserve like uh, the draft, you know, like like to make to make the draft position. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, but it's it's gross. It's gross to view it that I know, way. No, man. What if one of these guys like like seriously has something wrong with their lungs you know what i mean it's brutal dude this and and this is and the adam got debt here's what the adam got debt you know speculation we'll call it that that the accusations of him being uh uh patient zero (laughs) and that he broke protocol to do like to like and that this trade was because they wanted him out because they felt he was. I. I don't know. The, the thing that's weird to me is that there were media types, and and maybe it was also thirty one th- like thoughts that that's did a maybe he is, maybe he isn't type of thing. Where like Elliot said, well, I had some people tell me that that you know that that had nothing to do with it. Then I had some other people tell me, uh, I'm not so sure. <laughs> you know, and it was just like, huh, to bring that up. If that's true, that's wild. But it's also like it's kind of loose to speculate too. Like on some level, doesn't it feel dangerous unless you have proof to speculate that? Like it, yeah. it feels a little bit. It's uh, telling. It's pretty telling. It feels just a bit off to me, though. You know. Yep. Yep. That's pretty telling. Um, they want to have a story to like tap like make it a, a tabloid kind of feel. Yeah. To I, I, you know what? I, Friedman does not strike me as a guy to do that though. Funny enough. I, I don't, I don't think that he would, uh, ever make up a story or I, I really don't think he would ever kind of, uh, exaggerate something or, or, uh, just to, just to get the clicks. Cause that's the thing. He, he gets the clicks regardless, you know, like yeah. the, the, the blog gets the clicks he he's on TV all the time. He's he's plugged in. He doesn't need that. He's got plenty of other 
information that people want to hear. Um, so, so that all, all, all signs point then to, uh, that probably being a big factor as to why he got traded. And so who did he get traded to? Uh, the ducks. No, wait. I thought it was Adam DeMamp. Adam Adam Goddeck COVID is one of the like Which is pretty Blackhawks. Cool. Blackhawks. Now now you gotta wonder the breaking protocol thing. Um It's a he- that's a heavy it's a heavy accusation to levy. He's got the Patrick Kane hair, so strike one. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there's not much else to say about it. It's uh, we'll see when they get back to playing. It's gross, I don't think it's man. Gonna be, I don't think it's going to be gross. tomorrow. And 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 I I just I think one of the things we talked about going into the season, I think on the first episode, was just like, who knows how this is going to work out, and like. It's going to be very curious to see how people. I don't know. It, it, it's it's this year has been such a fucking. I can't believe this hockey season. Like it's it's just been when you really think about it, like that it's happening. It's kind of daunting, you know. It's every it's everywhere. Uh, baseball, football, basketball, everywhere. Is, Forget about just America it, too. Forget, it's just you creepy, know. man. It's like it's isn't it? Doesn't it? You feel kind of creepy sometimes when you, you think when when you have stories like this. It kind of like gotta reinforces keep, the grossness. Gotta keep the machine turning. Yeah. Gotta keep. <laughs> gotta keep. Gotta keep the money swirling. Because of the sponsors. Because well, because because if we don't have the season, then our sponsors can't give us money to sponsor the games happening. You gotta have the sponsors before the year before the TV deal. You gotta have the sponsors. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta look out for the sponsors, man. You gotta look out for the sponsors in the in the uh, uh, deadly <laughs> deadly <laughs> virus in the deadly deadly virus situation. You gotta make sure you don't lose lose that sweet corporate corporate sponsorship. You gotta make sure Mastercard's happy. Um, Feed the beast, baby. So, I we were gonna watch a movie, but I didn't get. I didn't wind up watching it. We'll we'll watch yeah, something I, for I next week. I didn't either. Yeah, for we'll sure. Watch some, we'll watch something for next week. Um, the Francis McDormand is it a movie that like is on every like Hulu commercial or Netflix? You know what I'm talking about? No, because I do. And I, Francis, Francis McDormand. Francis McDormand is one of my favorite actresses. So I'm looking. I'm, I think. I'm, yeah. Frances McDormand. She's uh, like she's on what? I just see the commercial. Like, okay, hold on. All the time. Let's say this is good. Uh, good radio. This is good radio. <laughs> wow, I was tape to tape, tape to 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 tape. Nomad Land. Power play. No, I don't think yes. so. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe I'm down. We'll and review that. Let's do it. I'm down because I, I very it looks much. Looks like it's gonna be sad. Well, it looks it definitely looks like an uh, art house uh, art house movie. And then the right on her uh, oh look at this her her filmography 2016 Hail Caesar. You ever see Hail Caesar? No. Coen Brothers movie. It's unbelievably funny. Uh, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. You ever see that? No. 
really good, uh, really grim movie. Yes, I, I've heard the, some of the premise. Yep. Isle of Dogs, the Wes Anderson dog cartoon movie. Never saw it. It's great. Uh, and then there's Nomadland, which I'm I'm down for. And then the next one after that, she's in the French Dispatch. It's coming out next year, which is the new Wes Anderson movie, which I'm I'm all in for also. Um, and you might think that that's a relevant listener, but actually this is an Islanders First Amendment and art house cinema uh, podcast. Uh, and you you want to take that away from us? Come and get it. <laughs> Come and get them. <laughs> and I, th- I think that's in, I think that's it. And I think that's it. Thanks. Uh, thank. See you next Through week. The island. Like. Through- subscribe. Retweet. Ep- episode fourteen. Here's a little song I wrote. You might want to sing it note for note. Don't worry. Be happy. Every life we have some trouble But when you worry you make it double Don't worry Be happy Don't worry, be happy now